Hi, hello, and welcome to a new episode of Release. I'm your host, Adriana, and I'm so honored and grateful that you've taken the time to listen to what I have to say. And today, I want to talk about self-trust. First, I want to begin with the definition of trust according to Collins Dictionary. I actually haven't done an episode with a definition in a while, so I'm very excited. (laughs) But Collins Dictionary defines trust as reliance or confidence on the integrity, strength, ability, surety, etc. of a person thing, situation, etc, etc. So when it comes to trust, as with a lot of concepts that we talk about on the podcast, it begins with self. If you cannot trust yourself, it is going to be very hard for you to trust anyone else, including a higher power if you believe in that so we're going to break this episode up into three little parts and obviously they will overlap because it's more of like a venn diagram like a three circle venn diagram um so there will definitely be things within and concepts that overlap but we'll talk about trusting the self and then trusting others and then trusting a higher power so when it comes to trusting yourself There's a question that was asked by someone on Instagram, and she asks, what are the limits to self-trust? Does it intertwine with self-awareness? And I really like this question because self-trust and self-awareness definitely, definitely align, but self-awareness is one of the first steps of self-trust, as are a lot of uh, concepts that we talk about on here because honestly you must be aware of something in order for you to work on it for you to see that um, it's working or it's not working and when it comes to self-trust you have to be aware that there is a mistrust of self and that is very hard for a lot of people to admit or even for them to see because trusting yourself isn't necessarily something that we talk about I feel like a lot of people don't talk about it as much they'll more talk about believing in yourself but in order for you to believe in yourself you must trust yourself and in her question she asks um what are the limits self-trust which i also find really interesting because she's saying that there must be an end to where you trust yourself but the way that i see self-trust is that it honestly i don't see it as a concept that ends i see it as a foundational concept that we must always be working on it should be a concept that we are always striving to solidify because it is our basis for the way that we operate in the world and how we trust people and the way that our relationships look. 
So I definitely haven't answered her question yet. But this episode, I hope, um, will give her the answers that she is looking for. So to when we begin with thinking about trusting ourselves, first, look at yourself in the mirror. If you have a little mirror, look at yourself. Um, if you're listening on your phone, um, lock your phone screen and use your phone screen as a mirror and look at yourself and say, do I trust myself? And if the answer is yes, then that's good. I'm happy uh, that you trust yourself. I'm hoping that this episode gives you more ways to strengthen that trust. And if your answer is no, you're definitely, definitely, definitely not alone. And I hope that I can give you some beginning steps to help you to strive towards becoming trustworthy. Um... In the view of yourself, and of course, if you see yourself as trustworthy, then your life will align. So when we think about self-trust, the first thing you have to do is think about possibly reasons why you don't trust yourself and the reasons why you do already believe that you trust yourself. For me, I had to recognize where distrust distrust in myself had started. And I had to recognize because for a very, 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 very long time, I couldn't say that I trusted myself. Because of different reasons, um, I would say if you struggle with mental illness, especially... Um, a mental illness where you well all mental illnesses really they alter the way that you can interact with your environment if you understand what I'm saying and if you struggle with that you may have a really hard time trusting yourself and trusting your that you are safe by yourself uh for me when I was in the would say one of the lowest points of uh dealing with mental illness and its effects on me i honestly didn't really trust myself to be alone because of the thoughts that i was having and i feared that those thoughts would become reality so even though i was someone who would kind of fight in silence when i felt that i was I felt like those thoughts were going to become reality. I would reach out to somebody and say, hey, in this moment, I don't trust myself. I'm uh, just letting you know that I feel this certain way. And then we would create some sort of safety plan. If you have gone through any kind of therapy, therapists normally create, and I believe doctors may create them too, but they create a safety plan. So let's say that your therapist isn't reachable and the person or the people that you want to reach out to aren't available either because it's like three o'clock in the morning and they're asleep. There is a plan put in place that when you feel 
that desperation and you feel those um, thoughts. For me, I would struggle really, really, really heavily with suicidal thoughts. And uh, I was given a lot, a lot of pills, a lot of medication. And sometimes I had a fear that I would take them and I did end up taking them. But the point, when I say take them, I don't mean take the prescribed amount. I mean overdosing. Um, again, like I said in the first episode, um, these episodes may be a little bit triggering. I may refer to things that are triggering, so I will definitely, definitely, definitely be putting trigger warnings in these episodes as we go along. Beautiful. Um, so as I was saying, I was struggling with thoughts of oh I feel like I'm going to take more than the prescribed amount and when I felt that way I would try to reach out to people at the point that I did actually take them that was I was in a totally different mindset and I honestly felt like I was at my last like my my end of my rope so I didn't necessarily reach out to anybody but that's a different topic for a different episode so sometimes in those cases we definitely mistrust ourselves because we know our thoughts and we also know what we are capable of for me at a young age i um so my mom has a really 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 bad fear of heights like if we go i remember when i was younger we went to the mall and the way that this mall is set up um, I think a lot of malls are set up like that, but the way that the mall is set up is that um the stores go like around the perimeter of the store and then there's like um you can look straight down to the first floor of the mall. It's like little balconies on each floor. And I remember one time we went to the second floor of the mall. We were in this store and I was looking over the balcony and she was like, stop. Like she just like ran up behind me. She's like, stop, you're going to fall. And she does that. Like she still does that. Like she's been doing that since I was a kid. And I love, love heights to a certain, to a certain extent. Like let's say that my mom and I are on a plane I am the one that takes the window seat because I adore the view, but she doesn't like it because it's so high up and she's scared. Or um, anything that really has to do with heights. Like I said, second floor. Like, she's terrified of heights. But for me, I love, like, I remember I knew this person that lived in um, a pet house. So that was a 29th floor of their building. And I used to love, love, love going to the balconies of their house and looking out and seeing like the sunset and looking at all the houses and it was beautiful for me but for me when people ask me what fears i have i say that i have a fear of heights because i've been conditioned to fear heights and i cannot speak for you but there are a lot of things within our childhood that condition us to be afraid of things there are things that people say to us um, I can also think about how when I was younger, I used to be scared of accepting compliments. I felt like if I accepted compliments that I was being um, cocky or I, like I was full of ego or whatever the case may be. So I would kind of keep, I would just like kind of laugh like it was very hard for me to accept compliments. But that is beside the point. 
in order to build self-trust you have to look at yourself from a third person perspective you have to really really analyze the journey of healing and the journey of self-discovery and i believe that they are hand in hand because once you understand or they go hand in hand once you begin to understand yourself you will begin to appear or try to improve the way that you interact with yourself when you begin to see yourself as a person that's one thing that i'm learning and have been learning is that i am also a person that is worthy of love and all the things that i'm talking about i need it needs to be reflected back to me so the first thing that you have to look at is am i a trustworthy person am i a person that keeps my promises a lot of us make promises to ourselves that we don't keep if you don't keep the promises to yourself you're not going to expect other people to keep your promises if you make boundaries and you break your boundaries constantly then you're not gonna expect other people to respect your boundaries i found for me for a really long time if you're a people pleaser you definitely definitely struggle with this and i'm not trying to be like oh you need to change because i struggled with being a people pleaser for a very 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 long time i want everybody to be happy like i really put myself on the back 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 burner all the time and give myself give 110 percent of myself for everybody no matter what i had to recognize that i can't give everybody all of me what is left for me i found myself breaking my boundaries and i found myself doing things that i didn't even want to do to please other people and i remember like there are people that when i would say no to them they would look at me and be like no like you don't want like no like you're because i'd be cool with anything like i'm i'm pretty laid back like i wouldn't really like I'm like oh you want to go here sure let's go here you want to do this sure let's do this sometimes i didn't want to do it but i just went with them because you know they wanted the company whatever and i had to recognize that my choices and my decisions should not be impacted by what other people want or what other people need if i feel like i need to rest and somebody says like let's say now it's getting hot people are going out they're clubbing they're doing their thing whatever and i'm not a club girly like that but let's say that I go out to a club with a friend because it's someone's birthday and they want to go to the club. So let's say they go to the club and I'm starting to get tired at 11.30. And I'm like, okay, bet. Um, we're going to try to leave by midnight. Everybody says midnight is good. Cool. Midnight comes and the person that is having the birthday says, actually i see there's an after party going on and i want to go to the after party i actually have an example of something that happened so for my 18th i believe my 18th birthday i um, went to this house party and the reason because my mom does not let me go to parties like that my mom wouldn't let me go to parties like that the reason why i end up going to that party is because it was my birthday and i share a birthday with a very close friend of mine and it so happened that the it was a house party and the guy that was hosting the party was also his birthday so I know I just have the best birthday like everybody just wants to be a part of it anyway um yeah so three of us were having a birthday mom my mom's like cool whatever go to the party and uh there's a bunch of Nigerians and if you know anything about Africans or even people from the Caribbean they do not understand time 
at all so this party started at i think 10 30 my mom would not let me go to a party at 10 30 so i was there from maybe eight and i'm sitting there from eight 10 30 nobody's showing up like that 11 people start showing up between 11 30 and 12 so we're dancing we're having fun whatever 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 and i don't know how it happened i guess we're making too much noise because it was late and the cops got called luckily my friends and i were in one of the bedrooms um and we didn't even see the cops we just know that the door was locked um and someone came into the room and was like yeah the cops are outside like y'all just stay in here blah 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 whatever they don't know anyone's in here cool whatever 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 um and then the party kind of got like um broken up because the cops were there they killed the vibe it was um it was whatever so the people that were hosting including the birthday boy he was like okay everybody get out but one of his friends was walking around this uh friend also lived in this house he walked around to me and my my friend group my group of friends and he was like oh y'all can stay because we're friends he's like okay you guys can stay cool whatever but the people that i was with they decided to leave with this these other two guys to go back to their house and this house that we were at was a lot closer to my house than the other house that we were going to. So I was like, you know, I didn't want to go. I definitely wanted to go home and sleep, but I was like, whatever, cool. So we went and I did not get home until at least 4 a.m., maybe 5. Like when I got home, I saw my mom in the kitchen getting ready for work. So it's probably after 5, like it was morning. Um, and I remember going to bed and being like, I'm so fucking tired. Like, I really like what we did. All we did was get a little high and sit around and talk for a few hours. There was really nothing. There was nothing really that was substantial about the night. I honestly could have gone home and slept and woken up the next morning, done something fun with my friends during the day. So that is just an example of how if you don't trust, if you don't allow yourself to speak louder than the voice of others, then it's going to be really, really, really hard for you to even trust others. Because like I said, I don't, you're going to expect, it's really hard because you're also going to expect other people to show up like that in life and there are people that genuinely trust themselves so you may break your boundaries for someone a hundred thousand times but that person is may even be taking advantage of the fact that you say yes i realized that that people were taking advantage of the fact that i was always saying yes so they would always ask me because they were sure that i would say yes but if i asked them and they weren't feeling it they would say no and that was not and i would feel hurt but in all honestly in all honesty they they were very very they were allowed it it was allowed for them to say no for their own for their own reasons and i also recognized that within this lack of self-trust i wasn't trusting my intuition um people say that or i've seen a quote 
that says that gut feelings are guardian angels we can refer to the to our intuition as our gut feeling but i was mistrusting myself and mistrusting my intuition when my intuition said don't do this don't go here blah 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 i would find a way to explain it away and i had to recognize that my intuition is trying to protect me it is trying to show me what I need to be doing but for me I wanted to have the oh but why can't I do it I want to do this I want to do that and it had a lot to do with the fact that I wasn't really allowed to do a lot of things so because I wasn't allowed to do a lot of things when I got the opportunity I would rush to do it regardless of if I wanted to or not because I felt like it was a lot of FOMO I, I had really 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 bad FOMO and honestly at this point in my life, FOMO doesn't necessarily concern me anymore. Um, if it's something that I don't enjoy doing and I'm missing out on it, it's probably for the better. I probably would rather sleep because if I go, then I'm just going to be in a bad mood. The whole Not bad mood, but I'm just not going to have as much fun as if I was going somewhere and doing something that I like to do. So when it comes to intuition and when it comes to listening to our gut feelings i have learned everybody has intuition everybody has gut feelings but it is so important for us to listen to ourselves if there's little if there is a little voice in the back of your head that's saying don't do this don't go here don't do that just don't for me it was why can't i do it why can't i blah 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 and i would try to explain the feeling away but every single time I tried to explain that feeling away then something would happen where I'm like bro I should have listened to that voice in my head I really should have listened to that voice in my head and even with the situation with my birthday I was there the whole time thinking I would rather be in bed I know this is happening my mom isn't calling me but I know that she is probably stressing or whatever and then I get home and I'm I walk in, literally into her, not into her, but I open the door and she's right there staring at me. Um, I literally looked at her and I was like, I can't talk right now. I'm going to bed because it was 5 a.m. And I had been out for like since like eight the night before. So obviously I was exhausted. Yes, all of that to say that when it comes to trusting yourself, you have to develop practices that allow you to really enforce that trust within yourself. So for me, I try to practice boundaries with myself. I'll say, okay, I won't go on my phone for an hour. So what do I do? I put my phone on airplane mode for an hour or I put my phone on airplane mode and I find something else that I'd like to do. And I allow myself to get caught up in the flow. I allow myself to do something I genuinely like to do. And I don't turn off airplane mode until at least an hour has passed there are different ways that you can practice um smaller ways you can try if it's for the phone you can try 10 minutes 20 minutes whatever but it is so important for you to make a rule and stick by it because that means that when you say to someone hey 
I don't want to do this. And they say, oh, but they try to convince you. You go, babe, I just said that I don't want to do it. And I don't care what you say. My answer is no, period. And you can walk away from that feeling confident because you trust yourself. And you trust that the feeling that you don't want to do it is enough for you to not want to do it. It doesn't matter how someone tries to convince you your opinion is the most important opinion in this conversation period period and when it comes to trusting others as i've been saying in this venn diagram um (laughs) this conversation that includes our little venn diagram of trust um when it comes to trusting others you cannot trust others i believe fully wholly that you cannot fully trust someone until you trust yourself until you understand that there are certain unbreakable rules there are certain boundaries that i will not pass with myself you won't allow other people to to pass those boundaries with you because you know like i wouldn't even i wouldn't even do this to myself so why would i allow you to do this like honestly and truly for me um i am learning how to really allow myself to be if my intuition is saying okay babe it's time for you to post a poem i'm not going to compare myself to other people and be like oh my poetry doesn't look like this or this doesn't look like this or that doesn't look like that i'm going to say okay self wherever this thought is coming from i'm gonna act on my thought my poetry is important to me and i trust that this thought is coming from a place of love for my own work so i'm gonna post it and I'm going to work really hard on possibly I'll do a cute little design or whatever. And I'll work hard on presenting it in a beautiful way and practicing my creativity. And when I send it out, I don't need anyone. This is also important. You don't need anyone to affirm that your creations are beautiful for release. I honestly, I do not check um, the views. I post um i will post things on like my instagram story but i won't necessarily like be checking to see how many people have liked or how many people have shared it to their story because that's not the point the people that need to hear this message will hear it they may not need the message right now but maybe a month from now someone will message me and say hey i found this episode um episode two of season four of release and i really needed it and i'm so happy that you um you posted it and honestly that has already happened there have been episodes where i have posted them um and because spirit put the message within me i was like the collective needs it or will need it so i just send it out i just post it and i let it be uh release day comes and i i let it be free and months later people will message me and say i listened to episode five of release and it really struck a chord with me and i'm so happy because i needed to hear it right now 
my part of the job has been done. I allowed spirit to lead me and I trusted myself enough to know that this is what I'm going to talk about. There's no evidence necessarily that it's needed that it's needed right now, but this is what I'm going to talk about. Period. And when it comes to, I keep talking about spirit. So when it comes to our third part of our Venn diagram, trusting a high power, trusting source, trusting spirit, all begins with self-trust. If you don't trust yourself and if you don't trust others, if you cannot trust the seen, you cannot trust the unseen. For me, it has been quite the journey of saying like spirit has got my best interest at heart always. Sometimes I really think of myself as delusional because I really do believe that the best is going to come out of whatever situation I'm put in. If a friendship doesn't work out, a romantic relationship doesn't work out, honestly, yeah, there will be tears and there will be journaling and there will be stress. But after that has passed, I'm chilling. I'm like, spirit, I'm surrendering to you. And I surrender is such a big theme of not only the last few years but i'm seeing of my life like this trust this undying trust that i have within spirit it feels so safe to feel even if whatever other people may think like oh you need to be doing this you need to be doing that blah 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 I'm just trusting that I'm always in the right place at the right time and spirit is always doing things to make sure that I'm good at all times. And I may not see um, the benefit of it and it's not my job to see the benefit in that moment. My job is to move with my intuition. My job is to move with spirit. And spirit talks to me constantly. Spirit talks to you constantly. You just have to be open to listening. Just begin with listening to your gut feeling and you will see how your intuition allows you to be led into places away from dangers that you didn't even know were dangerous. Things that you didn't even conceptualize as a danger so now i allow myself to believe that the best is yet to come always and spirit as soon as you begin to trust yourself you will realize you will realize like for me one of the hardest things that i had to surrender it took me a while because i thought that it was the best i thought that Spirit can't take this away from me. This is the best. Like, this is where we stop. Like, this can't not be right. And when I released it, I realized that it was not for me. Uh, Spirit was protecting me. And honestly, I believe that what I was holding on to, Spirit was showing me a lot within what I was holding on to and why I was holding on to it. And I'm realizing that, honestly, if I had gotten what I thought that I needed, this is one of the biggest lessons. If I had gotten what I had wanted, then I would not get what I deserve. Because a lot of the times we want things, but what we're being presented is just a little hump is just a little bit of the ride to get what we deserve 
And for me, with trusting spirit, because I know that the best is always on its way, the grass is what I realize or what I say to myself is right now the grass is green in my field, but spirit is taking me to a hill a grassy hill where I can sit on the hill and say wow it's so beautiful up here there's a view but I can look down on the hill that I'm or down on the little flat that I'm coming from and say wow it's beautiful over there too regardless of what has happened and I walk through my life wholly believing and trusting that spirit always has a plan for me because I am here and I'm in the hands of this higher power and whatever comes my way I have to trust that it is a lesson and I believe that every lesson is also a destination the journey is also the destination so as I'm learning And I'm here. Spirit is teaching me that this is what you need to know. This is the lesson you need to know right now to become a better person right now. But you won't see the fruits of your labor until five months down the road where you may be relaying this message back to somebody. And then five months down the road, you may be presented with um, another lesson that you're like, damn, If I had gotten this lesson five months ago, I would not have the knowledge I know or the things I know now or the knowledge I have now. And that would have prevented me from being able to move on. And within spirituality, I'm really learning that the lessons that you, the things that you do not learn, just repeat. It's either repeat or evolve. And I choose to evolve. So if there are things that are coming up for me and I say, ugh. This is always happening to me. Why is this always happening to me? This feels like the same person in a different body. This feels like the same situation in a different time. If you've ever heard yourself say that, you need to pay attention to the things you're allowing in your life. If you want better and you're only accepting the same thing, then you will never get better because you're only allowing the same to present itself to you. Yeah. Just think about that. Just think about if you want things to be better and if you want to feel safe by yourself and you want to feel um, you want to feel like you trust and truly trust your decision and yourself, then just take the time. Just take the time to get a piece of paper, write down. If you trust yourself or not, write down a yes or a no. And then why? Why do you trust yourself? Why do you not trust yourself? And if you believe that you don't trust yourself, then write down ways that you can begin to trust yourself. It will definitely, definitely help you on your journey. We have to start somewhere. And if your answer is yes, then again, like I said in the beginning, I'm proud of you that you've already started this journey. How can you trust yourself? even more and yeah that is all i have to say for this episode thank you so 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 much for listening thank you for being here i love you guys so 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 a million a trillion a gazillion so 
much. I love you guys so much. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye!